welcome to the Shifting Mindsets with Shawnee podcast. I'm Shawnee, and this is the Power Series, which is a collective of life lessons that will help ignite the power that's already within you. The focus is to leave you feeling refreshed, renewed, and most importantly, more powerful within your ability to strengthen the way that you do life, and most importantly, yourself. I am your host, and I'm a mental health therapist an author, and a mindset coach. So join me every week on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time for your dose of power. All right, now let's go ahead and jump into our topic for today. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, y'all? It's Shawnee, and we're back for the last podcast of 2021. I'm so excited. It is about the power of healing your inner child. Now, how many of y'all have heard of that all this year? Hopefully, y'all have been actually healing your inner child. If not, now's the time for you to go ahead and jumpstart your healing journey for 2022, okay? Because I'm telling you, there is so much power and so much magic in healing your inner child. I remember when I first started my journey a couple of years ago. It was so amazing, but it was also very heavy. It was challenging. It was a lot of things, but what it did was it allowed me to step into my truth, recognize who I truly am, and to remove myself from that confined space that my inner child lay dormant in, all right? So we're all about elevation. Y'all ready? All right, let's get into it. Let's go ahead and jump into today's quote. So much of the healing of our world begins in healing the inner child who rarely, if ever, got to come out and play. And that's by Vince Goldman. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you, um, I have come into the art of nurturing my inner child after I worked on the healing all of the time. Like it's something I don't play around with. If I feel like my inner child needs to experience something new in the physical you know, instead of like revisiting what I've done in the past, I go ahead and make a plan to do something that is so nurturing. You know, it may be going to a specific location, traveling, or it may be just something as simple as putting on a song that I used to hear when I was a child or a cartoon. Y'all watch cartoons? Okay, I can't be the only one. Let me tell you something. I will turn on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and binge watch it, okay? Because if that's what my inner child needs to feel comfort, to feel peace, to feel, you know what, I want to step away from all of this adulthood stuff, I will do just that. And I encourage everyone to do that because who told us that it was incorrect for us to be adults watching cartoons that we used to watch as kids that brought us joy? Who made the rule? Who? Now, you know I'm all about creating a life that you deserve, creating the life that you desire, but also changing the narrative of your life based on your own terms. And that's how you show up for your inner child when you can walk in that type of truth day in and day out. So if you're wondering, "Ah, how am I going to heal the inner child, maybe that five-year-old version of yourself? that 10 year old version, maybe even that 17 year old version of yourself. This is the podcast for you to tune into because I've done the work. I'm still doing the work. And guess what? We are gonna elevate throughout this work. My move for this week is that, you know, it's like tis the season for gratitude and abundance. You know what I'm saying? Y'all feel me on that? If you don't, that's cool. 
Maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you've been there before. Maybe you're working on getting there. But for me, this season is all about knowing and reaping the fruits of my labor. You know, I want to focus in on feeling accomplished and having that level of satisfaction, knowing that I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do, everything I'm supposed to be doing in this moment, nothing more, nothing less. I want to just bask in the gratitude, but also see the fruits of my labor right before my eyes. You know, I not only want to just dream about it, I want to experience it. So I'm going to be focusing on doing that for 2022. Who with me on that one? Hopefully y'all are as well. I hope that you have received the healing that you needed for 2021. And maybe you didn't receive all of the healing that you needed, but maybe you got all the tools that you needed. Maybe you built the courage, got the confidence, built your self-esteem up. All of those things matter moving into this new year. While, you know, listening to the news, watching social media, all of the things, I've noticed that there are so many broken people in this world and those broken people tend to show up and receive the biggest audiences. And the reason why is because people love entertainment. People love how people show up and make a fool of themselves because that kind of fabricates their hurt and pain and where they're at in life. And honestly... You know, I'm that type of person as well. You know, I think it's just a natural human thing that when we're not feeling well within ourselves, we use outlets such as news, social media and things of that nature. So that way we can focus on something and distract ourselves from our own stuff. Now, some individuals distract ourselves so much that they get so lost into the entertainment pieces while others just use it just for a moment, but also deal with their stuff on their own independently like myself I absolutely do the work but sometimes you know entertainment is good more of the negative attitudes that I see um, is reflected through aggression you know people hurting other people because they're hurt I've also seen a lot of people who have unresolved trauma and it shows up in their delivery and how they talk and communicate with people whether it's through customer service in their businesses Or in their personal lives, you know, um, there are so many people who are in the comments section of, you know, popular social media pages saying the most awful things. And I often wonder, you know, why do you have that much in you to be able to say something about a person that didn't ask for your opinion? Like, why do you go around giving unsolicited advice nonstop, you know, and I recognize that. I've had people do that to me, but the important piece is to recognize when they're delivering a message for you versus them delivering a message through themselves, but it's really about themselves. And that is simply, my dear, the art of projection. (laughs) All they're doing is just projecting their pain off onto other people and including other people in it but you have to have the ability to feel healed um, just where you are in life so that way you don't allow other people's stuff to attach it to you and it can be hard out here I'm sure with social media being a celebrity and you have so many negative comments that sometimes you kind of hyper focus in on those negative comments and forget about the positive ones because you haven't found a good balance but My goodness, these people are very cruel out here, but you do have to have a level of, okay, purpose and understanding what your mission is and knowing that whenever you're on a mission, 
there are going to be people who, you know, just have negative things that they have to say about you, but that's because that's their unresolved trauma showing up and it doesn't always have to be yours as well. So my inner child was once wounded and I say once wounded because um, I've done a lot of healing work for the childhood aspect of myself and I think that the things that I focus in on now or the things that have happened more recently within the last I would say two to three years um, I've been able to go back in time and repair some of the things that I felt like were broken and with wounded children you experience battles and wars before you even know how to equip yourself you know how individuals go off onto war and you know they go through boot camp and all of these trainings and lessons and you know all of this experience that they gain we don't get a chance to do that as wounded children you know you're kind of like thrown out there and you know you're going off of survival that means that you are more resilient but you have less tools and as we get older we get to build up those tools and really absorb those things with our within our brain and then you have a level of understanding that you didn't have as a child that you have as an adult which makes that child so wounded because it still isn't able to pick up and comprehend what they experience but also you're underdeveloped you know and I mean how does this happen there's a, a lot of different things that take place that create that wounded child one thing that I would say is that um, you know when you have young parents or parents that have um, lack of experience or education on how to parent I think that that shows up a lot in anyone's life who experienced some type of trauma as a child another common thing that I recognize is that there are a lot of generational habits a lot of generational dysfunction that's passed down and it's been normalized um, because individuals may not have had the resources or the the knowledge to be able to change those habits up um, for me specifically I feel that um, unhealthy ways of eating was a generational habit that came about that I was able to break the cycle of because I recognized the impact that it had on my elders and how a lot of them passed away in their 40s because of those unhealthy eating habits that honestly caught up to them and had they had been living a healthier lifestyle when it came to the foods that they put in their bodies the the drinks that they put in their bodies even the environments that they put themselves in those habits could have formulated a healthier lifestyle however I feel that there's a time and a season for everything and I know that that may have been part of their life destination but I knew that for me I had to change up those generational habits so that that way um, that inner child within me could feel nurtured, could feel loved, but also could feel a sense of wisdom and clear guidance that led them on a path of healthiness and success rather than a path of destruction. Another thing that creates wounds within children at a very young age is exposure to things at a rapid rate. You know, you got to think about the, the child's mind has not developed at its full capacity until they're 26 years old, right? That's the, what the most recent studies have shown over the last few years um, is that it stopped developing at 26. So imagine being 5, 10 years old experiencing trauma you know experiencing some type of abuse multiple times um, seeing domestic violence multiple times back to back within a, a short amount of time and this becoming 
a normal thing. You know, you don't have time to be able to receive release in some aspect when you're a child as you take things in because the brain is absorbing all of this and you're not processing it at a fast rate. You slow down the process of it the younger you are because you haven't had a chance to really come into an understanding of what it is that you're seeing. You may understand, okay, I know what's right and wrong and what feels right and wrong, but there's not a level of, okay, context and dialogue that's put towards that. So the wounds are coming from those exposure to things that are happening at a rapid rate. You heard of that saying before, um, it takes a village to raise a child. I am a firm believer in that. And when there's a lack of a support system, there is a gap in the child's ability to be able to really get everything that they need at a young age. You know, mom and dad can only do so much. That's where it's important to have like aunties, aunts, you know, those elders of the family, grandparents, great grandparents, um, even friends, you know, within the family to be able to come together and pour into that child in some aspect. I'm a firm believer that, you know, you have to have a, a large village, a big support system in order for that child to really fully walk into themselves and feel as if, you know what? I really didn't have trauma growing up. I don't feel wounded about things from my past. I feel like I had a really good childhood and these are the things that I feel like I would like to continue to experience um, without their feeling like a tug at um, there being dissatisfaction and sadness, anger, resentment, you know, all of those things that we can hold on to when we look back um, as adults to our childhood. Well, I understand that having a large support system isn't always possible. Um, I do know that, you know, if there's, you know, family and life requires some type of a system. And if there's anything that's off the system, um, there's going to be some disruption in the development and how we show up in our lives as adults. And that's just naturally what it is. I didn't make the rules. I just recognize what they are and I do my best to be able to show up for myself and my inner child so that way I can break down as many barriers as I can but also recognize the things that are within my control and then create, create, create the life that I deserve and desire, you know, in the ways in which I can, whether that's going to be here in the present or, you know, five to ten years down the line. Something that I've recognized um, when it comes to my own parenting skills is that if there's a strong parent-child bond in early childhood development, it helps to prepare children to better handle stress throughout their lifetime. And we know that nobody is exempt from stress. Babies come out of the womb stressed out. Think about it. They've been all nice and cozy and then all of a sudden they have to, you know, be disrupted from their space um, that they've gotten comfortable in. So they come out into this world crying naturally, right, or feeling disturbed in some type of way. Um, because their life has changed dramatically. So there's always some type of level of stress that we have to battle with. But how we equip and nurture those children at a young age can help really resolve some of the things in life naturally. Um, and, you know, when you connect with your inner child, think about how you would like to connect with your inner child. Remember that 5, 10-year-old, 17-year-old version of yourself that was really battling with something. Think about the stress that they endured and how you could strategically manage that stress in a way where it doesn't impact them as much. You know, when you go back and think about, you know, what it is that you needed in that time. 
the inner child is impacted so much by trauma because um, not only is their brains altered and interferes with the ability to have a level of development that's considered normal, um, it looks like a form of attachment issues where they may have trouble with relationships, boundaries, um, even feel like they have social isolation. Um, also in the physical health aspect of things, they may have impaired sensorimotor development, um, issues with like coordination, um, issues with like somatic symptoms. So feeling all of that within their body. Um, if they don't have the skills to be able to manage stress, then there's going to be an emotional dysregulation where they may have difficulty with like identifying or labeling their feelings and communicating their needs. But there's also a, a really big thing that takes place with within the inner child um, and, and things that may show up as an adult is that you may have um, episodes of dissociation where there are altered states of consciousness um, where you may feel amnesia or impaired memory um, for short term periods of time. Um, you know, and just speaking about memory, the cognitive ability is greatly impacted where you may have issues with focusing, learning, processing new information, language development. Think about like planning and um, creating structure and orientation in your home life or maybe just in your life in general. That that's a challenge for you. So if you battle with any of those things, I always encourage individuals to go back in time and connect with that inner child within yourself and start to do the research that you need to be able to enhance these things. Think about um, enhancing your emotional intelligence, enhancing your physical health, enhancing those relationships that you have in your life or, you know, by setting boundaries and connecting with more healthier like-minded individuals. So that way you're able to release those unhealthy attachments that you may have. All right, so I know this is what y'all been waiting for. You know, not only do you go back in time to connect with your inner child by identifying what happened, you know, validating your emotions, all of those things, you start doing the work, you know, um, and I always encourage individuals, hey, if you feel that the trauma is so severe that you feel that you need some professional support, I always encourage individuals to reach out psychology today good therapy, connect with your local um, community mental health agency, maybe even connecting with your medical doctor to be able to get connected to someone to be able to talk about these things because honestly, it's not easy, you know, because when it comes to trauma, you're going to have to re-experience it in some ways to be able to get to the root cause of it, but to also receive the healing that you need. But there are a lot of other things that you can do beyond that if you feel that, okay, I'm not ready at this time to do therapy but there are things that you can do on your own because just hearing this podcast may help unlock something within you that has been stuck this whole time you know maybe maybe you've been holding on to just one situation and maybe just once a year it's something that impacts you if it's not something that impacts you on a daily basis you may not need therapy or you may want therapy but that's honestly a decision that's up to you how we show up in the world every day can help us with healing our inner child. If you work with children or you have children or you're just around children in some form where you're volunteering or, you know, maybe you're just, they're just part of your family. um, You get a chance to be able to show up for those children in a way in which your inner child may not have been shown up for, especially if you had a lack of support system, maybe just had a come from a really unhealthy family background 
I mean, think about all of those things that you enjoyed doing as a kid. And you can do this with other kids or you can do it independently on your own. Um, you may like playing with Legos. There may be a certain board game that you used to play as a child. Or maybe there was a game that came out um, during your childhood and you never had a chance to be able to play it. This is when you bring that stuff into the present and start to do it now. Um, jump roping, hopscotch. Um, oh my goodness, there were so many different things I used to do. And I love doing all of those things. So whenever I get a chance, I'll do some jump rope. But that is one of those things where my inner child doesn't crave it as much. Um, but it does crave, you know, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Winnie the Pooh and um, songs and things like that that I used to listen to as a kid. But think about like even the sports that you used to play, the TV shows that you used to watch, even the books. Think about the books for sure, because typically when we're come when we come into this world, we start school, but our parents start reading books to us and things like that. And we start looking at these picture books. Think about all of those things and, you know, read those books to your kids. Talk to them about them, even if you don't read them. Um, talk to them about them so that way you can start stimulating that inner child within yourself to get it excited about life. Get it excited about recognizing what's happening in the present so that way that part of your mind doesn't feel stuck and that you feel like you can bring it up to speed in the present time. If you're into journaling like me, or maybe you're not, um, writing a letter to your younger self and, you know, acting as if you're talking to your younger self and having to sit down with them can be very beneficial for you. And I honestly say, hey, do this more than one time. Talk to your inner child as if they're sitting right in front of you because your voice has to be louder than the experience that caused the chaos and turmoil. It has to be. And this is how you change the narrative of your life and change the narrative of what happened to you so that way you don't feel like you're stuck and, and keep rewinding and playing back what happened to you. Because that's honestly what we do, which um, disrupts our healing process for many different areas of our life because we don't know exactly how to keep moving forward. And um, sitting down and talking to your younger self, writing a letter, you know, engaging all of these uh, self-care activities, all these fun kid activities. That's how you keep moving forward. And the further that you go along, the less you feel the pain, the less you think about all of that trauma that endured. Um, and you just get to, to breathe. And y'all, I'm trying to breathe out here. I'm not trying to feel suffocated as I walk through life day in and day out. I mean, suffocation is death. And you're slowly dying when you don't get a chance to release the grip that's been tugging around your throat. You know, I started to release the grip of suffocation when I started sharing my testimony, when I started being unapologetic about the things that I've experienced in my lifetime. And you know what? There was something peaceful about it. I could sleep at night knowing that, hey, I talked about this, but also I'm not responsible for holding on to any burdens that I experienced. You know, I'm not responsible for somebody else's behavior and how they showed up in my life or maybe a lack of how they showed up in my life. No, no need for me to hold on to it. I'm holding on to the purpose. You know, I'm holding on to the feeling of being free. I'm holding on to the thoughts of endless possibilities in all areas of life. So what are you willing to do today to start nurturing your inner child? Before we wrap this thing up, I want to go into a quick meditation with you all where there are some affirmations that I would like for you to learn and speak into yourself. That's how you can start today with nurturing and healing your inner 
child because guess what it deserves to be able to feel as if you know you got its back for it to feel protected and safe but also to be free to do whatever it needs to do to be able to truly live and experience life without error so in this exercise I want you to go ahead and close your eyes close your eyes take three deep breaths in and out hold each breath for three to five seconds and release slowly Now I just want you to go ahead and repeat after me. I am healing my inner child. I am freeing myself from childhood trauma. I am easily allowing myself to be connected with my inner child. My inner child will feel happy, at peace, and free from emotional chaos. I forgive everyone who has hurt me. I release any feelings of guilt and shame. I will allow my inner child to flow in ease as they dance, joke, and play. Now go ahead and take that in. I encourage you to write down these affirmations, record your own voice saying them, and replay them as often as you need to so that way you can really step into the aspect of feeling healed whole and free remember earlier I talked about today's quote it said so much of the healing of our world begins in healing the inner child who rarely if ever got to come out and play by Vince Goldman I want you to make sure that you show up and come out and play as often as you need to allow that inner child to break free run wild and be so free that hey there's so much laughter and joy in the air that you are actually bursting with excitement and feelings of surprise on the inside. I mean, the benefits of healing your inner child include peace, freedom, and overall satisfaction. We all could use a little bit of that. (laughs) All right. I pray that you are able to connect with that younger version of yourself and see endless possibilities of happiness. Happiness that makes you feel whole, successful, and full. And I will talk with you all on the next episode of Shifting Mindsets with Shani in 2022.